We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll never call off fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey, double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hop Hall of Fame for dirt, we love you with a deep breath. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Hi, I'm Kyrie Irving. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the Mavs Step, Step Back, Back Podcast. Waiting on my fall off. I'll never call off. Fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey. Double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Bad court nasty. I wonder who gon' check him. Cuban did his thing when he went and got number 11. I still got his picture on my wall at 707. Feel synonymous with Kyrie, how we both train with aggression. Competition obsolete. Trying to breathe life into my dreams. I'm so tired of sleep. Still got some work from last season that was incomplete. So hungry for redemption. Thank my boys, that's my overheat. Like Luca with his three of them hit. My mic is prone to overheat. I pride myself the most. I'm 22 and my folks proud of me. I took the heart away since I was 10. Was no surprise to me. A step back mass blowing up was no surprise to me. And I'm speaking honestly. Seven. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Drew Johnson. You can find us both on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Dalton underscore Trigg and at CoachDrew33. Uh, today, we have a very special guest making a, a brief appearance here on Math Step Back. Uh, my guy, Drew, he is a New father as of three months ago. You guys remember us talking about that with uh, Jelly Walker when we had him on, and they had their their babies within like a day or so of each other. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but it's Zoe Johnson, and she's got her proper attire, you know, wearing this uh, this oh, dirt yeah. jersey. <laughs> the dirt. If you're seeing this, I need a jersey autographed to your smallest fan. <laughs> Dirk, come through, Dirk. <laughs> yeah. And I say this right as she throws up all over this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> A perfect intro. Uh, the 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 introduction, the twirl around with the uh with the dirt onesie on and then throw up all over it. Amazing. <laughs> oh man. It doesn't get any better than that. 
It really doesn't. I mean, hey, you're three months in now, though. So, I mean, you're you're getting there. You're, you're getting the, the hang of it, you know. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're pretty accustomed to all this by now. All right, so the Dallas Mavericks, they are 3-0 and for the first time since the 2004-2005 season. They did it with a road win over the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, uh, who haven't won a game yet. They're 0-4. They're struggling. Uh, they don't have John Morant because of his suspension. They don't have Steven Adams because of his uh, season-ending knee surgery. And they didn't have Luke Kennard last night either. So, it, they got the win. It Even though the Grizzlies haven't won a game, it still wasn't going to be easy because those three losses that they had coming into last night were all by an average margin of six points. So, you know, those games were close. And I figured it was going to be close for the Mavs too. And even when the Mavs finally got some separation in last night's game and went up uh, 17 points in the fourth quarter, I knew – it was going to find its way into being a clutch game, even though they were up by so much. And sure enough, you know, they did. They they let the Grizzlies get it down to four, I believe it was, with a little, like a, just a few seconds under five minutes. So it was technically a clutch game. <laughs> they found a way to make it a clutch game. But, you know, last year's team would have folded and they would have poss- possibly lost that game last night. But, there's a lot more stability this year. There's more talent to get them across the finish line, and they didn't fold, and they ended up building the lead back up to 15, and that's what the final score they won by, 125-110. to 110. So big win. The vibes are, are nice right now for the Mavs. Luka is on an historic pace. He had another 30-point triple-double, his second in three games, uh, which has only been done in, in NBA history – there have been three players start out a season with two triple-doubles in the first three games, and it's Luka Doncic, Russell Westbrook, and Oscar Robertson. So uh, he is among elite company there, and he's shooting really well. I mean, he's shooting like 50% from three. Some of those three, I don't know if you, you know, you know, some of those threes last night, I saw uh, Tim Cato with The Athletic, he tweeted about, uh, some of the threes that Luca was shooting reminded him of 2007 LeBron James. You know, it's just just chucking up everything. It's like, uh, yeah, this is going to go in <laughs> no matter what you do. So that's the kind of vibe you're getting from Luca right now. You have Derek Jones Jr. stepping in with Kyrie Irving uh, injured, which, you know, he was starting before Kyrie got injured. But as far as like a role perspective, he stepped in and had a 22-point performance and shot four of six from three uh, after looking pretty rough offensively in the first few games. So that was huge. He's looking like a value signing for the Mavs. Uh, You had Derek Lively getting another start, and he was limited due to foul trouble. And, I mean, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. does the same thing with the Grizzlies. It's kind of like the Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man meme. So that was kind of what was going on with those two last night, even though Jaron Jackson ended up having a pretty good stat line. So a lot of things to be excited about if you're the Mavs. I mean, not only are they 3-0, and like it's not a perfect 3-0. and It's like they did it while having some shortcomings, especially on the defensive end. But they fought, they fought through it. They found a way to get here undefeated. And, you know, even though they have stuff to work on, it's good that they can win while having those shortcomings. So 
Uh, I'm excited about it. What are your initial takeaways from that uh, from that Mavs Grizzlies game last night? Well, uh, what I what really stands out most to me is the fact that we have so much more depth on this team than we did last year that we're able to keep Luca as well as other star or starters more fresh throughout the game. And I really think that's why you're seeing this jump in efficiency. Um, now I know that Luca's hitting crazy shots, like they like you were saying, they were comparing those shots to what LeBron was taking back in 07, fading out of bounds, you know, stuff like that. When you got it, you got it. When you're hot, you're hot. That's just how it is. But the reason that he's able to do things like this is because he's more fresh down the stretch. And, you know, I, I know that they've established this uh, rotation pattern to mitigate his uh, his thigh injury. But um, I, I would almost say let's stick with it because the pieces are all playing very well. Um, you know, Derrick Jones Jr., I have to admit, I was wrong, Dalton. I was very wrong. I was thought he was just an athlete. I thought he was a really good end-to-end guy, could probably bring some things defensively. But he's shown that he's a lot more, at least he did last night. So, you know, if he can just stay consistent with that, you're right, he's a tremendous signing. Um, there's a lot to be excited about. And, you know, it, it's not that we're just playing out of our minds right now. We're making mistakes out there but we're able to play through it and we're able to not fold. Um, so, you know, kudos to these guys. I'm really excited for this year. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, look, Luca, Luca mentioned it last night. He was asked about, like, you know, how he was not falling over after some of those threes he, were ta- he was taking. And he just said, look, it's, it's pretty simple. I'm in better shape this year than I was, you know, last year. You know, usually when he starts the season, it takes him a little bit to get back into it. And then throughout the season, sometimes if he gets injured, you know, that takes him off his uh, trajectory trajectory a little bit, and then he has to get back into it. That doesn't seem to be the case. Like, he's already in MVP form. Like, he is, he is just dominating. And you can see it. I was having, you know, due to, the, due to my location, you know, I can't watch the Mavs broadcast when they play the Grizzlies because of blackout restrictions. So – uh, I had to watch the stream on our watch parties. And by the way, guys, we, uh, we're we partnered with Playback, and we do watch parties for every single game. So if you instead of just watching the game you know, by yourself at home, if you want to join us uh, for the watch parties, there's a chat room, and you know sometimes we'll have people up on stage talking throughout a game. Really cool thing. I have it pinned on my, my Twitter page, so go check that out. It's completely free to sign up for. And you can join our next one on Wednesday when the Mavs play the Bulls. But anyway, you know, so I was having to watch the Memphis Grizzlies uh, broadcast. And even they were saying, like, this is the best shape I've seen Luca in throughout his career. <laughs> so, And Grizzlies, Grizzlies announced, I don't know if you've ever listened to their broadcast, but they're, they're pretty biased. I mean, they're not, they're not very objective about anything. And they tend to take, you know, shots and they think that they – deserve every foul call and all that kind of stuff. So to hear them say something like that and to hear them just compliment Luca throughout the night the way they did, I mean, that that should really, you know, tell you something about where he's at. And I, you know, if, if the Mavs are going to keep doing this, I think he's definitely going to win MVP this year. Now, he's still got Jokic to compete with, but, you know, you have such a thing called uh, uh, voter fatigue, you know, so – 
if uh, if it gets to that point and the Mavs and the Nuggets have similar similar records and you know Luca's numbers are near thirty point triple double like what they are now, it's really forty point triple double right now. Uh, so if it's something like that, I think Luke is going to get the nod this year, but obviously that's not what he's, you know, uh, worried about. He wants the Mavs to be a championship contender like we all do. And again, it's just so encouraging that this team hasn't been perfect. The defense through the first two games was spotty at best. It seems like the Mavs biggest issue is defense in the first quarter. Because, you know, we saw it in the season opener. They gave up 46, uh, 43 points to the San Antonio Spurs. Last night, you know, after having a decent first quarter, they kind of imploded at the end of it. And they ended up being down, uh, I think it was six uh, at the end of the first quarter. And they gave up like 38 points to the Grizzlies. So, but then after that, they held them under 25 points in every quarter after that. So, it's good to see those adjustments being made. It's good to see that they have the ability to be a decent defensive team. They just have to do it from the very beginning of the game, you know, to make it to make it worth something. And and given that probably has something to do with Derek Lively's I'm not going to say his minutes because in the first game I did think, you know, he should have started and that did have something to do with the Mavs giving up that many points. This time last night in Memphis, it had to do with him being in foul trouble because he got two quick fouls. He had to hit the bench, and then he came back in. He had another two quick fouls. He had four fouls by halftime. <laughs> so that's that's pretty rough. But, you know, he's going to – the more he gets his feet wet, and, you know, I, I mentioned it on Twitter last night too, this guy is already so good. His instincts are are crazy good. He just knows the game of basketball, and I just can't wait to see how he's going to do after he has a few years under his belt in an NBA uh, weight room, you know, when he puts on a little bit more weight. And he already did that a little bit from summer league until now, but once he really gets that established, he's going to be pretty much unstoppable. Um, So I'm really – despite him having a rough night because of the foul trouble, I'm still super encouraged by him. Uh, you know, we saw some some life out of Maxi last night. You know, he hit a hit a couple of big shots, and he had a he had a pick and roll with Luca where he finished the alley oop from Luca, which I wasn't expecting. I thought we were past those Kleba days, so that was good to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was great. And like you said, Derek Jones Jr., a one year veteran minimum contract, steal if he's gonna if he's gonna do stuff like that. 100% steal. And shout out to the Mavs for beating out the Miami Heat for uh for Derrick Jones Jr.'s services <laughs> over the summer. So a uh, lot of good things to to take away from that game. Grant Williams, he was great. You know, he shot really well from three. Uh, he We've talked about it before. He does all the little things defensively that we haven't had with the Mavs since that Kyrie trade last year that sent Dorian Finney-Smith to the Nets. Uh, so he brings all those little things to the table and he's bigger. Like, you know, Finney Smith, how can I say this nicely? Uh, Grant Williams has more, uh, mm, how, how can I say it? He's just a bigger dude than <laughs> the Dorian. Well, I mean, he's, he's more muscled up, you know, and 
that's just the way he's built. But that allows him to be more versatile on the defensive end. And, you know, we all always describe uh, Dorian Finney-Smith as a Swiss Army knife. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. But I think Grant Williams is even more so because he is literally able to guard post players along with wing players. Um, so he's extremely valuable in that regard. He's a good playmaker. He's a good jump shooter. Um, and you know, he's not going to give you anything flashy, but he's going to give you what wins. Um, so, you know, I've been harping on getting him for a while. Like when in the off season, I was very happy whenever we picked him up. So he's just doing what Grant Williams does. And that just contributes to winning basketball. It's crazy because, you know, Lucas started out, last season on a similar tear, you know, what he started out this year, but the Mavs record did not reflect that. You know, they were a 500 team for the majority of last season until, you know, later in the year. Um, and the big, that's the biggest thing, you know, you got to have winning players around him to make it a little bit easy. You know, there was one point last night where Luca went to the bench and, you know, the lead was already starting to dwindle a little bit. And you thought, oh, well, this this might not be good with Luca going to the bench. And then next thing you know, the Mavs are up like 11 or 12 points going into the fourth quarter. With Luca, he was on the bench getting a rest. And it's like, okay, that's 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 pretty uh that's something we're not used to <laughs> over the last few years. And it's a handful of guys, not only Derek Jones Jr. or um, Grant Williams, but 
You know, you also have Dante Exum, who has shown some really good stuff, especially in transition. That guy is a blur in transition. Um, he's provided a boost defensively and offensively. Um, you've got Seth Curry, who is really yet to get going up to his standards as far as, you know, his shooting and everything. But, you know, he's another playmaker and another shooter you add into the mix there. Um, uh, Omax Prosper, he hasn't even played yet, you know, <laughs> because all these clutch – that's another thing too. You know, uh, technically all three of these games have been clutch games. Mavs were tied with the Jazz for the most clutch losses last year with 29. They had a league-high 55 clutch games. So they were 26 and 29 in those games. So to start out this season 3-0 and in that category is awesome. And they've scored at least 125 points in each of these games to start. And it seemed pretty effortless, you know? I mean, it's, uh, you know, Luca, he's putting up gaudy numbers, but it's not like he's overexerting himself. This is easy buckets for him. Uh, in the last game, when they, uh, uh, the last game they won against the uh, Brooklyn Nets, he had a career high nine three pointers. And then he followed it up by shooting six of 12 in this game against Memphis. So, I mean, he just – he can't miss right now, and it's effortless. It's not like he's down there, you know, getting banged up every game and having to work super hard for this. This is this is sustainable for Luca if he's going to shoot this hot from three. And I'm so excited to see where it carries us, you know, throughout the uh, the next few weeks. And, I look, I did, a, I did a solo pod on my last one, so you didn't, you didn't hear this prediction that I made. But you can go look at the schedule and make your own assessment of it. I look at the schedule throughout these first 10 games and I can see a realistic path to the Mavs being nine and one uh, by the time this first 10 game stretch is over. Now, you know, they got the Bulls. The Bulls are very beatable. Now, they're a high octane offense and it, you know, they're going to be tough, but it's a game against the Bulls at home next. And then the only game that I'm personally penciling in as a loss is after the Bulls game. Uh, the Mavs fly to Denver and take on the Nuggets at Denver with the high altitude, which is always a tough matchup. So uh, we'll have to see what goes on with Kyrie Irving for that one too. But, you know, I look at the schedule and I see a very realistic path to 9-1 and one to start the season. And given that the Mavs were only up in the win, you know, the biggest margin they had last year above 500 was six games. And that happened one time. Uh, I think it was before the Kyrie Irving trade. And it never happened for the rest of the season. So if they're nine and one after ten games to start this year, I'm going to start being a little delusional and uh, start. <laughs> I'm going to join Shaq in the uh, predicting the Mavs to win it all stuff. If if we're nine and one after ten games, but I mean, what what do you think about this upcoming stretch? <laughs> You know, I think it's very doable. Um, I'm with you. I think that the game at Denver is going to be a very difficult one. Uh, not only is Denver really, really good and really, really talented, but, you know, you have the, the high altitude issue, and that takes some time to adjust to. Um, so, you know, you know, they could gut that out because here's another reality. Uh, Kyrie Irving hasn't really gotten going yet, and, I mean, he's he could potentially go for 40 any night. Um, so, you know, 
we're we're winning and we're not even playing our best basketball yet on either end of the floor yet. So it's just all it's very encouraging and I see improvements in I haven't really been able to watch any games yet, but I see improvements in every, you know, stat sheet that I look at and in every uh um <clears throat> excuse me, in every uh highlight reel that I look at. So, you know, oh, I've yeah. been very pleased by what I've seen so far. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm always, you know, I understand with you being a coach and with you being a, you know, a father for the, for the last three months and everything I, you know, I, every time I get something, you know, anything from Mavs PR, like last night, Grizzlies PR uh, sent uh, our guy, Grant Afseth, uh, a sheet with the, had all that stuff on there. And I'm just like, you know what? I understand you're not going to be, you know, it's just, it's just human nature. You're not going to be able to stay up until 11 o'clock midnight watching all these games. So we compensate for it. I'll send you all the, the PR notes and, and everything and you watch some, some tape and it works. I mean, as long as you're, as long as you see it, that's all that matters. But uh, look, I, this upcoming stretch, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous about this Bulls game at home because, you know, the Mavs, they're, they're feeling themselves a little bit now. I mean, they understand that they still have a lot of areas they can improve, but they are feeling themselves a little bit, and you have to wonder if they're going to let uh, – what uh, you have to wonder if they're going to have a, a letdown, you know, here pretty soon, uh, which wouldn't be the end of the world. I mean, it's still – it's a good start no matter what, but – I mean, I don't know. I just want to see them have the same attitude going into this next game and just show no mercy. Like, just keep running people off the floor with your offense. Keep improving. Because that's the thing. You know, the offense could even get better than what it's already been, and they're already averaging 125 points a game. And they've improved their defense in that last game from what it was in the first two games. So, you know, keep it going. uh, And, you know, we'll just have to see – if they're able to um, to get that win and go to four and zero, and if they do, and man, if they go four and zero and then go into Denver that next game and beat the Nuggets, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm going to be delusional, DJ. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to be saying some stuff on this podcast that I might regret later in the year, but it's going to happen. I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> what can we possibly go from here? I mean, I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm going to be saying stuff that people are going to be clipping from this podcast and posting on social media saying this dude is crazy. And I'm going to get flamed later <laughs> in the year if, if, if I'm not right about it, but I'm, I'm to the point to where I'm going super optimistic Dalton you know, the, the, the super, and I'm always generally optimistic, but people haven't seen super optimistic Dalton in a few years, but he's coming. Yep. He, he's, <laughs> he, he's right around the corner and it's coming. If the Mavs start out five and oh, with a win over the Denver Nuggets, I'm just telling you, I'm warning everybody ahead of time. So like, don't, don't shoot the messenger, even though I am, I am the messenger and the person sending the message about i don't i don't know what i'm saying anyway <laughs> so anyway long story short was that don't hate yeah don't hate don't hate embrace yeah. the optimism embrace the good vibes yeah. it's good times right now and you know 
We'll see if the Mavs can keep it up. Uh, love the pace, by the way. We didn't talk about it too much, but the pace has increased dramatically. And shout out to Luca for, you know, accepting that he needed to pick up the pace because he doesn't like to play fast all the time, but he has embraced it. And, you know, he even said last night, uh, talking about Derek Jones Jr.'s performance, because he had a couple of spray out passes, uh, three fourths length of the court uh, to get easy baskets. And he said it. He's like, if you run, I'm going to reward you. And that's what he's done so far. And it's increased the pace. You know, it's it keeps the defense on their heels all night long. And so far, nobody has been able to stop the Mavs because of that. So that's huge. Luka in great shape, hitting his threes and running the floor. It makes the Mavs look almost unbeatable. So we'll see if the defense can pick up. But, guys, appreciate y'all joining us for another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite favorite podcast platforms hit that subscribe button on youtube love you guys y'all have ran us up there we are we just eclipsed the 11.5 thousand subscriber mark the other day so that's awesome i you know at the at the rate it's going i'm wondering if we can get close to 20,000 by the end of the season <laughs> so that would be incredible so Guys, I appreciate all of y'all. Be sure to go to DallasBasketball.com to check out all of our game coverage. Have tons of stuff from the game already up uh, after last night. And there's more stuff coming throughout the day. Uh, and go Texas Rangers. They they won game three of the World Series last night, three to one. It was a pretty exciting game. And game four is tonight. So uh, we'll see if they can close it out in Arizona. If it goes back to Texas, you know, hopefully – Dirk and Luca won't attend the game because the two games they've attended uh, throughout this postseason or the last two rounds, the Rangers have just gotten their butt kicked. So, <laughs> fun fact: the Rangers are, I believe, nine and zero uh, in uh, in the postseason. I think I saw that on uh, Sports Center this morning. So, no, they were they were nine and zero, not counting. Uh, wait, nine? Wait, no, they're not nine and zero. They're because they lost game two. Or, oh, they're nine and zero on the road. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was I was thinking like that don't sound right, but yeah, yes, they are nine and zero on the road, which is absolutely crazy, insane. They look like the 2011 Mavs. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Zoe says bye as well. We will see y'all next time. We just pooped ourselves, so we're not happy. <laughs> We'll see y'all. Bye-bye. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.